Today on episode 57 of the Home of Play podcast, E3 2021 has officially been confirmed as an all-virtual event. Sony Studios is working on a remake of The Last of Us, and our beloved Sony is making some odd choices. All that and more. Ooh, we got a lot of Sony stuff. Let's hear some intro. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to episode 57 of the Home of Play podcast, where every Monday the two best friends join forces to give you all the latest in PlayStation rumors, news, reviews, and that is because we are the true PlayStation fans. I'm your host, Steve, and with me, I'm joined by the king of platinum trophies himself, Christopher. Hello, hello. The Home of Play podcast is a self-supported podcast. That means we don't include any of that bias or paid-for opinion stuff that you do not need here. Because of this, that allows us to bring you the PlayStation news you actually want to know. All of our content is free for you to enjoy at your leisure. We only ask that you help support the show by telling all your friends and family, all your loved ones, all the people you think that need that good PlayStation stuff in their veins, and uh, we'll give it to them. We just need your help setting them up. Just let them know that we're a podcast, and you can find us on all your favorite podcast services of choice, such as Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. Every month we are growing, it's all because your lovely gaming homies helping us spread the cost of the power word of mouth. If you have any comments, questions, or complaints, we want to hear from you. Please leave any of those on our email address, or at our email address, I should say, which is homeaplaypodcast at gmail.com that is right just send them there and uh we can read them on the show or alone in private while we discuss those weird questions that we have for sony that chris mentioned earlier (laughs) okay on today's episode we have the eight news articles to discuss but first as always let's begin with what we've been up to this last week and we're going to start with the only other person here chris uh i don't have too much to recap people on a little bit more of Valhalla, another region done. Uh, there was a hot fix uh, that fixed some of the quest progression issues that I've had. So that was good. Uh, my horse was still silent mode again. Uh, although I finished one quest and I think it fixed it, but I'm not remember. I can't remember if it 100% fixed it or not. Do you think the go- the horse from Ghost of Tsushima just ended up in your game? <laughs> and he- he's trying to be more ninja stealth? Ninja stealth. Um, other than that, uh, I played a little bit of Among Us, uh, tried the new, uh, airship map. That's pretty fun. Uh, there's definitely glitches and bugs, uh, <laughs> that they have in the game that needs to be fixed. Um, surprising how long it's taking to get these bugs fixed, but, uh, otherwise, uh, also I had a game that was sitting in my library for quite a while. Um, I was sitting on the back burner, I guess. Uh, the game was called Dark. D-A-R-Q. Uh, it's uh, an indie game uh, made by Unfold Games. Um, very short game, but it was very interesting. It's kind of 2D uh, side-scrolling, but you would uh, be able to change perspective in the game where you could um, walk up the walls and then the whole world would shift 90 degrees. And other things where it's like you would go into the foreground or the background a couple different other abilities like that. It was it was a very short game. I think I finished it in like, I don't know, probably less than three hours. Uh, luckily, though, they released a free DLC for the game, so that was kind of cool. Um, I haven't started those ones yet, but I did get all the trophies for the base game, I guess. Um, so that was uh, a fun afternoon anyway. Uh, apart from that, just the regular multiplayer stuff, a little bit of Fall Guys, some Valorant. That's about it for me. How about yourself, Steve? Did you get anything uh, played this week? Uh, yeah, I did for once. Um, 
Okay, so this is going to be a rant, but basically, let's just start off, and uh, we'll start this off with Steve was wrong, and last week when we talked about the, the store closures for the PS3, the Vita, the PSP, I felt like I normally do where I'm like, ah, I don't really play a lot of old stuff, mm, I'm not really affected with nostalgia, uh, so it didn't really bother me, I could understand some of it. But I also, you know, at the same time, I don't think I came out strongly like the other way either and being like, oh, I don't know why people would be upset by this. I, you know, obviously knew why people would be upset by this, especially people still, you know, working on Vita games uh, that suddenly were like, oh, good. We got no notifications on this. Awesome. Thank you. Um, But anyway, going with that, I said it was fine. Apparently I wasn't because you text me (laughs) something silly about how you got like the Amazon app on your PS3, which then got me thinking about like, you know, I haven't set this thing up in forever. I funny or fun facts. When I got the PS4, my PS3 like died literally like the week after. But if you remember, the PS4 didn't have any games to play. So I was very distraught. I needed something to play games on. So I ended up buying like one of those slim PlayStation 3. Like it was brand new and I didn't end up using it that much. Like once the PS4 started rolling, right? You know, we started getting games. So uh, yeah, I basically have this brand new console that's only been probably taken out of the box like once or twice. And I'm like, well, yeah, let's see what's on there that, you know, that's upsetting people so much. Well, God help me. I did not understand all the PS1, PS2 classics that, you know, console acquired eventually. Uh, I don't know why I wasn't aware of it. Like, I'm sure I, I knew about some of them, but like maybe just slowly and very quietly, they just kept dropping. But yeah, I went through this list and... I could get into another tangent about Sony and its issues because it took me probably two hours to get these games on my console because all the hoops and ladders, the two-step verification. Did I tell you that one? Two-step verification, which they recently put in, I don't know, it must have been the last year or so, and I could be wrong, maybe it's a year and a half. But in that window, they did this two-step verification, but unfortunately they did it after the times of the PS3. So now if you want to sign into the PS3, it literally tells you like, oh, by the way, if you have this enabled, this two-step verification, you need to put that instead of your password. Fun fact, though, every time I try to sign on, I wasn't getting those bloody text messages. It's really hard not to swear right there. So anyway, that frustrated me to like no end. And then there's just all these other hoops and ladders. You go to the store and I want to down like buy the game. Um, yeah, there's no purchase button. And maybe I just forget how to use the PS3 store. Maybe I'm going crazy. Uh, I had to actually search online. They're like, oh, yeah, you just have to click the picture. But fun fact, when you like select the picture, the like, you know, the um, the way it tells you that you're selecting it, like, you know, it like highlights it. Well, for the pictures, it doesn't actually highlight them. So you don't even know you're on them. And then, yeah, you have to click the picture. It doesn't tell you price, doesn't tell you purchase. You just have to click the picture, which I wouldn't have known. And then finally, it will come up with something be like, are you sure you want to buy this? You want to add this cart? Do you want to continue shopping? Okay, finally got that hurdle fixed. And yeah, I had to disable that two-step verification, by the way, like getting back to that point. <laughs> it was just a huge hassle. I seriously, I was going to text you a picture or a screenshot off my phone because I had like 19 codes from PlayStation because, oh yeah, that was the other fun fact. To turn off two-step verification, I was trying to do it on my phone. Every time I was going through Sony stuff to get to account privacy stuff to turn it off, it would crash and then I'd have to sign in again, which then would get me another code that I need to do the two step, which is the thing I'm trying to turn off. It was a madhouse, Chris. Even my dog was terrified. So anyway, sorry, getting back. 
I download all these games. Oh my God. I, I didn't think I was a nostalgia guy. Clearly it's all lies. You can't trust me on anything. <laughs> I got Parasite one, Eve 1, Parasite Eve 2, Soul Reaver, Front Mission 3. Oh my God, did I love Front Mission 3 when I was a child. Uh, old school Final Fantasy games. Xenogears, uh, Dragon Guard 3. That was a PS3 game, but it ties in with Nier, so I had to get it because I saw it was there. Uh, I can't even remember. Oh, Personas. Like, oh my gosh, they have Persona 2, 3, and 4. No, it's not golden, but I'll take it. So I, <laughs> I downloaded 4. Uh, all the Shin Megami Tensei games. Like, uh, there's so much stuff there that I had no idea was there. It's like a little pot of gold. So now I think I've changed my, like, view on things. And I 100% I'm like, oh, this is very disheartening that Sony's closing these things down because it's not that they're closing it down and that upsets me. It's that like other people like me that may enjoy these games, there's just no other way to get them. Yeah. I heard a lot of people last week talk about like, you know, it's brought up conversations about piracy and is it good or is it not? And should we do it? And, you know, I would say I'm on the fence that like, yeah, if they're not going to give you any other way to do it, get those emulators, get those mods and let's start pirating because this is ridiculous. It's 100% stupid that you do not have an infrastructure ready to replace what you're taking away because we're losing a lot of games. Like, those are all gems. And I get it. They're not for everyone. I get that they're not the majority of the downloads they're getting a day, 100%. I understand. But, like, these are awesome games that, like, you just don't get access to anymore. Mm -hmm. And there's no reason, and me and you both know this, that, like, we couldn't I, I understand the whole debate of like why ps3 games are so hard to get working on the ps4 or the ps5 that bloody cell processor but there's no way we can't play ps1 or ps2 games clearly mm. they work just fine and emulated on pc right so anyway i've been playing a lot of parasite eve <laughs> i've been playing a lot of soul reaver i've been playing a lot of front mission uh, i'm just i was just in nostalgia heaven oh and then i found out i could get my ps5 controller work for my ps3 Hmm. That was awesome. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I, I was like, ah, I hate this tiny controller. It looks like something my dog would be playing with, uh, with his tiny little paw hands. And so then anyway, yeah, you, you hit, uh, you go to the PS3, tell it that you want to set up like a Bluetooth device on your PS5 controller. Just hit the PlayStation button and the create button for this, uh, hold them for a bit. It will flash and then it's discoverable and you link it up and i heard some games it doesn't work with probably ps3 games i assume but so far with my classics i haven't had any issue hmm. uh and i can play these games and actually feel like my hand holds it yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't feel like it's going to fall apart so, so yeah you, it was, you didn't have to plug the controller into the system or anything no oh that's cool sometimes it was cool. you have to pair and them by doing that first but yeah well i, I paired it the first time and then later it looked like i could turn it on and keep using it like it remembered that it was in like you know it was going to work with a different console which was a little annoying when i want to go back to my ps5 then oh, i had then to like had to plug that back in yeah it's whatever um but yeah all all in all cool but also fun fact why couldn't the ps5 controller work with the ps4 if it can work with the ps3 does that not seem a little bit like we just want you to buy another controller <laughs> you know you know what i'm saying so it looks a little shady to me but whatever uh anyway sorry we got a lot of news to get into uh, i'll just end it there i had a fun nostalgic trip this whole last week yay me uh let us get into chris if you're not ready come on let's do this let's get into the, the news. news okay we got the eight articles so by numerical order it dictates we start with the number one 
Sony forced to play ball. This one comes from Destructoid. The announcement that Sony's baseball sim MLB The Show is coming to Xbox Game Pass at launch was a bit of a surprise, to say the least. But Sony is saying the decision didn't come from them. Uh, that's to no one's surprise. Uh, speaking to Inverse, a PlayStation representative says the decision to bring MLB The Show 21 to more consoles and to Game Pass came straight from MLB itself. This is in quotes, as part of the goal of this year's game, MLB decided to bring the franchise to more players and baseball fans. The rep told Inverse, this decision provides a unique opportunity to further establish MLB the show as a premier brand uh, for baseball video games. Um, yeah, not a surprise. This isn't a big article. I don't think we have to touch on it forever. It's just a little fun update from last week. MLB's um, <laughs> goal is to make more money. What? I know, right? Crazy. Huh? And you know, I had a good conversation with a, a friend of the show uh, this last week too. And I honestly, like he had a good point and I, I can't believe I didn't think about it first, but like what, you know, contract did Sony sign? Like, how do you sign a contract to make a first party with your own studios? Like, you know, Sony San Diego and you, you have it that they can tell you that you have to put it on the main competitors like streaming service like you you have no way of fighting this like don't get me wrong like I understand like they might not want to give you the license if you don't want to like share with the other platforms because they want to grow I get it like it makes sense to me but like the fact that they have the power to threaten or do whatever they did like you know there's no definitive like response to them saying like oh yeah we're just going to pull the whole thing if they didn't put on game pass but that just seems crazy to me. Like, I don't know what your thoughts are, but that it blew my mind. Yeah. I mean, it seems just like sports companies, they'll, they've got, they have so much exclusive rights to the sports themselves, I guess. So it's like, they'll just do whatever they want. It's like, if, yeah, if, I guess they, Sony probably didn't have the best contract, maybe, or maybe we're going to find out something more in the future about this, but. Uh, I mean, good on MLB to spread it around because uh, I don't think there's a lot of competition for baseball games. And to my knowledge, I don't, I've played lots of goofy, like arcadey ones, but mm -hmm. um, more serious ones, no. So, I mean, yeah, good for MLB, Sony, um, just kick them off the system. <laughs> well and i don't even think it's really gonna affect sony in the end no. of all this right like the people that were buying that game obviously had a playstation before yeah. most likely have a playstation now if we want to have an argument or a discussion about the future and that you know a free, let's pretend there's this guy out there and he only wants mlb and now he knows it's on xbox he hears about game pass he hears it's easy accessible it's cheap maybe later generations he'll go buy that console but maybe, like yeah. you know for now i think it's set in stone you already have this console and i mean i guess debatably you could say they haven't been able to get a ps5 they haven't been able to get a series x yet so maybe they you know jump train at try that for point. both yeah but i i think you got him still for a bit so i yeah i don't think it's going to affect sony's top dollar plus they're going to get you know a piece of those microtransactions on the other people anyway so yeah. you know they're still going to make more money and they're getting the game pass money i assume as well so it, it sucks but you you can throw dollars now and that nothing you can't be too sad when you have stacks flying at your face so we're going to move on because i don't think there's much more to really touch on there 
Uh, so we move on to number two. Chris, do you want to take it? E3 2021 is alive and well. This can, more info can be found on IGN. This week, the ESA has confirmed that E3 2021 is indeed happening and will be an all virtual event. That means the show will take place over the internet instead of the LA Convention Center and will run from June 12th through June 15th. For more than two decades, E3 has been the premier venue to showcase the best that the video game industry has to offer while uniting the world through games, said Stanley Pierre-Louis, President and CEO of the ESA. We are evolving this year's E3 into a more inclusive event, but will still look to excite the fans with major reveals and insider opportunities that make this event the indispensable center stage for video games. The ESA has also confirmed the following companies will be a part of the E3 2021. Nintendo, Microsoft, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take-Two Interactive, Warner Brothers Games, and Koch Media. Ooh-wee. That's a list. It's a list. Who, who's not on the list? <laughs> Is there someone missing, Chris? Some, somebody's missing. <laughs> Can you see who's missing? <laughs> <laughs> Is he in the bushes? We don't see Sony or EA on the list. Which it makes sense. EA kind of does their own thing. EA uh, plays, I think it's called. I, yeah. I could be wrong. Or is that Ubisoft? Ah, they, they all sound the same now. I'm like, is that Ubisoft play? I don't know. EA uh, Showcase. Yeah, it's an EA Showcase. And it's usually... I wouldn't doubt that they do it before E3 officially starts. Now that E3 is a lot shorter. Um, you know, the weird one for me is Microsoft's back. Uh, I think this year they probably could guess easily that Sony wasn't going to show up again uh, since, you know, they missed the last two years. Um, so now it sounds like they're aiming to do a big showcase again. You know, go back the way. Are they, though? Uh, that's what it sounds like. Again, <laughs> we, we can have, you know, the speculation. To, what yes. are they actually going to show? And do they Halo? have anything to show? Yeah. Other than Gears <laughs> of War and Halo. Um, but I don't know, like, and it sounds like they're going to have their press conference and then afterwards kind of like drift into like, oh, and Bethesda's press conference, which is technically still our pre- press conference, but we'll pretend to give them their own stage because we're quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes right now, Chris, <laughs> partners, not we own you. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> Uh, um, and then Nintendo, but, I mean, they always participate, but their whole thing a little just seems, bit. They still have like those yeah. major directs. Like the big news is always in the directs. Yeah, and Sony's been killing it with their uh, was it state of plays. Yeah, so it's it's not at all surprising that they don't show up there. I guess you can say yeah, Microsoft showing up is 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 interesting. I think the one that I'm more excited for, well, although Konami being on the list is like, what the hell are they going to do? <laughs> but Capcom might be more interesting just because of the anniversary and all. So yeah. they might have something more special to show, but... I'd imagine, because by the time that airs, we're going to have, uh, what is it, Resident Evil uh, Village in our hands, right? Yeah. So, so that, and that's the their bread and butter right now. Yeah, exactly. So then, you know, that frees up the room to, you know... Bring out another juggernaut, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Konami, you're right. Weird. Ubisoft. They usually show a good I amount. Guess. For, for I mean, they anyway. still got Far Cry uh, 6, I think, delayed for a bit. So they could show off that. Far Cry, Prince of Persia remake, if they're going to go back to the drawing board with that yeah, one. Yeah, maybe they'll give us a, a new release date. Because I think currently it's just 
you know what what is that uh, term they use oh, yeah. again? Entitled um, inde- or delayed indefinitely. indefinitely <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, very uplifting term. Uh, Warner Brothers, the, all their stuff. Like that's another fun thing that we haven't really even talked on. Like all the, they had three sizable games that I think they're all moved into 2022. Yeah. So I mean, now the they got a lot Potter, to talk right? about. Yeah, Harry Potter, uh, Gotham Knights. We talked about last week, I believe. And they're all kind of uh, on the I back guess, burner. What is it? Uh, Rocksteady. Yeah, Bebop and Rocksteady. Rocksteady. Like they, um, I guess it's not delayed, but like their Suicide Squad game, Kill the Justice League. Like that was, I think, always supposed to be 2022. But yeah, I don't. They went from like going to have a great year, and oh, I really wanted that Harry Potter game, but here I am, not not having it. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be weird. It's, you know, it's an uh, online event. It's different than before. Didn't Doesn't really change anything for me. You know, I've never been to one. I think yeah. you've only been to one. Yeah, um, I went to the first one that they had that regular people could go to. So I'm used to just watching it through a screen anyway. The yeah. only difference is, you know, the weird and awkward non-clap. Or maybe if they put a fake clap, maybe fake laugh track. Let's do it, right? Let's just dive right in. Yeah. It, it depends um, how much of it's going to be pre-recorded. There could be a lot more pre-recorded stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. So the video game awards that, I mean, not some of that was pre-recorded, but not a lot of it. So, and that that, that event turned out okay. <laughs> I mean, we As knew who was going to win and everything, but. Oh, I know, right? Um. So yeah, it's great. Like I'm happy it's happening. I'm yeah. happy that even Microsoft's taking it serious. It looks like they're really going to like put it all in here, hopefully. And yeah, I mean, we want them to succeed, right? We want them to put out good games and I hope they have hope they can deliver this year. Hope they can deliver. Yeah. So I think we talked enough E3 news. Let us go into number 3. I called this one cleverly more like delay loop. This one comes from The Verge. Deathloop has been delayed again with Arcane's Time PS5 console exclusive moving from its previous May 21st release date to the fall release of September 14th. The news marks the second big delay for Deathloop, which was originally supposed to be out in 2020 holiday season alongside the then newly released PS5. As with the earlier delay, Arcane Lion Studio uh, is once again citing COVID-19 related delays with an increased difficulty in development as it worked to ensure the health and safety of everyone at Arcane. Uh, another short and sweet one. If you're looking forward to this game, boom, you just got hit with another delay. In 2021, who would have expected another delay of the year? I thought 2020 was the year of delays, like, because even before COVID became, like, the tsunami it was, uh, you know, I remember 2021, or sorry, just 2020, we hit New Year's, and then it just seemed like every week we were getting delays, even before, like I said. But now it's just like, okay, like it's a week. Let's just look at which getting delayed and move on. Not upsetting to me. I wasn't really invested in this game. As someone who enjoys most of Arcane stuff, like I like Dishonored 1 a lot. Uh, Dishonored 2, slightly less. I just didn't feel, you know, I, I maybe it's just the... I'm lacking a better term. But the magic, just I didn't feel like it was in two like it was in one. Um, but yeah, so I wasn't really looking forward to this one that much anyway. Uh, not that I wish ill on them. You know, I do hope it does well. It's an interesting game in general now that it's being produced by Microsoft, kind of. And that is just going to, it's still going to, they're going to honor the time to exclusivity. Uh, so we'll see. I, but I still, beyond the delays, 
I'm wondering if there's a lot of hope to this game. You know, I don't know if you noticed, Chris, but this game's been on sale as a pre-order for how long now? I think ever since I've seen it on the PS5 store, it's been like 10% off or something like that, which kind of tells me, do they expect a lot of sales here? Like, is this not hitting as hard as people are amping it up to be hitting? Because I, I always hear people online talking about this like, Oh yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. But I'm like, is that the majority though? Cause I don't feel like you're not going to put, you know, last of us two on a 10% sale before it's even released. Mm-hmm. It just seems weird to me. To me, it's, I don't think they're hitting their mark with their advertising for this game. Cause I still have no clue what it's about. Like I, you're, you relive the same time period over and over again, trying to kill your targets it sounds like you try to get a run well, like the perfect run, which means it's pretty well scripted exactly how they want you to do it in my head. So that doesn't seem as fun to me. And meanwhile, there's some other hunter that's trying to track you down and kill you constantly throughout the gameplay. That's what I've gotten from the advertising for the game. There's eight targets. Someone's constantly trying to kill you and you constantly trying to line up your targets by changing the future, I think, or something. I don't know. So that it makes them all show up to the same event so you can kill them all at the same time. Is that what it's about? Uh, that's, that's what I've gotten from the advertising. I, I don't think they're hitting their mark with what this game is or what it needs to be. So we've talked about it before. My excitement for it is pretty low. Um, it's one of those games where I think I'll actually have to watch someone in real life play it. Uh, and then make a decision on it, not from what they're showing anyway. Um, so, I mean, we've said it before, take the time you need to polish the game, make it so that it's like playable. <laughs> Unlike some other games that have come out in the last year or so. Um, take the time, make it right. Well, especially now, like, I feel like maybe, maybe it's just a me thing, but like, I feel like you can't delay like twice like this and then still come out bad. Yeah. You know that nothing looks worse than that. So I'm with you hundred percent. If you need the extra time, if you need the polish because you're close and you feel like something solid's about to hit, go ahead, do it, but don't do what cyberpunk did and delay like three times, maybe four. I can't even remember. There's so many delays and then still come out with just a huge turd in the toilet. Yeah. If you have to delay it again, <laughs> delay it again. Cause it's just like we can't take another broken ass game. I don't care if the game comes out and there's a patch that's 60 gigs big <laughs> right as soon as I install the damn game. Uh, I don't care as long as the game is in a playable state. That that uh, must be a Call of Duty patch. They added a new map. One new map is 60 gigs. <laughs> they shifted the location of a couple houses. So no, it's yeah. 60 gig patch. <laughs> We changed the curtains on those windows, and that's that's another 20 gigs, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, we're sorry. Yeah, must be 8K textures. That's what it is. So I'm excited to see what more they are going to do. I think that's everything that needs to be said there. So number four, this is uh, now we're starting to get into the, some big Sony news okay. here. Uh, yeah, take a breather. <laughs> everyone, okay. everyone take we'll stretch. a walk. Everybody stretch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here Let's, we go. Let's uh, get your coffee, fill those mugs, because we're going on to The Last of Us is getting an updo. This one comes from IGN, and we're giving it to Chris. Sony Studios are reportedly working on a remake of The Last of Us. 
in a new Bloomberg report into dissatisfaction among Sony's lesser-known studios. Sources say that a Last of Us remake codenamed T1X was started by Michael Mombauer, the founder of Visual Arts Service Group, uh, a Sony developer that traditionally assists development on PlayStation Studios games. Mombauer apparently assembled a new 30-strong development team and after passing on the idea of a remake of the first uncharted game settled on a remake of 2013's the last of us however the team reportedly ran into trouble after sony kept their existence a secret and refused to offer extra budget head of playstation studios herman holst apparently deemed the project too expensive and mombar's team was moved to support development of the last of us 2 Bloomberg sources say that after The Last of Us 2 was completed, Sony moved multiple Naughty Dog developers onto the T1X project, and the remake effectively became a Naughty Dog project. Mombauer and the other original developers have now left the company, but development on the remake is apparently continuing. Okay, so first question, why do we need this? Nobody needs this. Nobody wants this. I'm so like, what the hell are they doing? Why? I was I was so when I read this, I honestly thought I'm like, are they like what nine days early or late? Sorry, late for uh, the April Fool's joke, (laughs) which could happen. (laughs) Honestly, well, yeah, with Sony right now, they might think it's April first. I don't know, but I don't get this. I don't get it at all. You're talking about a game that's okay. So yes, the game is eight years old, but like it came out right at the end of PS3's life cycle. And right away was met with a remaster for the PS4, so it ran better. And then I'm hearing on top of that, because I haven't touched the original game since I played on the PS3, but I'm actually hearing that that remaster already has a 60 frame per second fast load patch for the PS5. Hmm. So you basically have a PS5 version (laughs) of that game. Like, does it need a a remake? I I cannot fathom this. It blows me away, because... To be honest, like, you know how you just set up your PS3 again? You, I could give you the copy of The Last of Us, and you would have a perfectly fine, fantastic time playing it. There is nothing wrong with that game. It worked well back on PS3, works even better on PS4, sounds like and it's even, even better, better on, on PS5. PS5. So it's like, why do we need... I, I, I think they're just... It's got to be money. I, but it's, it's weird that it's money because they're saying it's too expensive... To, to, to remake this thing and i'm like well if it's too expensive to remake it why are you doing it i just don't well, get this and i had to cut some of this short because we don't want to read the entire bloomberg article right. but then the real like knocker is that after naughty dog took over again it sounds like their budget got increased <laughs> so it's like okay once daddy enters the room <laughs> then you know we can up the money like are you kidding me i feel like this might be a reaction thing to uh, the was it the Netflix series or is it uh, HBO HBO series that's coming out because I, I feel like this is them wanting to get a cash grab from that series. Actually, like, you know what you saying that actually makes a lot of sense because I'm you know stay with me here right. But remember what happened in Witcher three after The Witcher came out on Netflix. Boom. Exactly. Yeah. It so did yeah, great. maybe you're onto something. Maybe you're onto something. Maybe they try to release this on par with that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden people are going to watch and be like, this this was a video game? I love this. I need to play this. Well, yeah. boom, you have a new remake Brand right new there. fresh copy right there. 
for your P- PS5 that you don't own yet. Uh, <laughs> so it's like I, that's I really think that must be what's going through their heads, and they they would probably say no. We we had that whole thirty people team working on this before that was announced. But I think what's definitely fueling it is they know it's going to be on a big service like HBO, which means typically anything that touches HBO does really well. Um, I, I just think it's just them going to be like, yep, and then this will come out maybe the day of or I don't know, maybe a, a couple months after that or something once the series finishes. I, I, otherwise, I have no clue. The Last of Us was like such a, a flawless game in my mind. Uh I just I don't understand it. I'm shaking my head because it's like nobody needs this. It's I could sit down and put it on right now and I would have a great, fantastic time. I'd have a better time because the second one's story sucked. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm in disbelief. Yeah, it's just it's so odd to me. It's just I don't feel like, you know, when I look at remakes and remasters, you know, we're usually talking about PS2 mm-hmm. games, maybe PS1, you know, obviously Fallen Fantasy 7 Remake, PS1 game, Shadow Colossus, PS2 game. But I can't think of any Resident Evil PlayStation 1 game. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 and 3 Resident yeah. Evil 1 games. Like, But I can't think of anything that's a remake that, you know, is <laughs> only eight years old, especially when it still looks really acceptable. Like mm. that game was the best looking game you could get on the PS3, in my opinion. Like, do, can we argue about that? Sure. Oh, it did. But it, it was, I just, it I don't think anything else stood near, you know? Did, did you hear about the other secret announcement that's coming out? Uh, <laughs> What's that? Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Remake. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Is that they called it Intergrade, didn't they? <laughs> no, no, no. I heard it's a remake. Oh, that's no, no. Sorry, Intergrade is Final Fantasy VII Remake Remaster. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works now. Jeez, oh, remaster for your PS5. That is uh, a world we live in now, eh? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So we got more Sony news. This was kind of one article, but I felt like. There's a lot that needs to breathe here, so I kind of split it up. So we'll move to number five, uh, the second part of that IGN article, and it's Days Gone 2 Won't See the Light of Day. So the Bloomberg reports that Sony Ben pitched a sequel to Days Gone after the game's release in 2019, but was rejected. Sony then apparently moved Ben developer onto two Naughty Dog projects, a multiplayer game, presumably a standalone Last of Us multiplayer game, and a new Uncharted project, which has now which has also been rumored recently. Sony Ben staff reportedly left as a result of having their autonomy taken away. The leadership alleged allegedly complained to Sony and asked to be moved off the Uncharted development. Sony Ben is now apparently working on a new original game, but is not clear if this is Days Gone 2, a brand new game, or return to another back catalog game. Uh, an update in that same article, your gamer reports that its sources claim that Sony Ben development uh, developed Uncharted game was planned to be a new chapter for the series, possibly a prequel, and that was intending as something of a reboot of the series. It's unclear if those plans have persisted with Ben off the project. Uh, yeah, so just another weird decision from Sony. I get it. Uh, there was a lot of negativity when days gone came out initially like that game was getting patched it felt like almost every day especially that first week like it was i think it was actually i think that first week they almost had a patch every day 
Uh, there's a lot of problems. There's a lot of glitches. Uh, it had some polishing stuff, but for those that seem to stick around, you know, they found joy in it. And it sounds like a lot of them had a, a good time. I, I, I did hear some people to them. That was their game of the year. It was um, a very good game. I enjoyed it. I was there from the beginning. Uh, and yeah, there was issues, but they, I don't want to say hit, they hit the ground running cause they didn't, but they, they patched the shit out of that thing pretty quickly like the game was pretty well like it, it wasn't like even like game breaking to my memory but it was just bugs and issues and glitches um but to me they polished most of that off pretty quick it had to be done within the first month I, I, oh yeah this is the kind of speed and haste in the step i, I would have loved to see uh from cd project Red, right honestly yeah don't get me wrong like you were saying i don't think days gone was uh the, the problems weren't as astronomical as they were for cyberpunk. No. Um, so, but like, yeah, they, they put the work into it. They polished it. And the worst part about it is it sounds like days gone has reportedly possibly sold around 6 million like units. So that is a game that actually generated money. Still it is mm -hmm. by definition, in my opinion, a success. Why did you say no? And honestly, like they, they made like they got this thing running. They know how to polish it. I feel like a second one would have taken out a lot of the crap. Maybe some of the points that people didn't like, you know, kind of like Miles Morales versus the original Spider-Man. They did a really good job at removing some of the bloat, like those stupid MJ stealth scenes that nobody wanted to play through. You could have let them try that. And maybe two would have been a bigger success. Mm -hmm. Especially if the first one already sold six million. I could only see the next one doing better. Right. It's, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's off putting news in my opinion. So, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from and I do agree with you. However, having played through the game, I'm okay with it being like a one off. Like, I don't need a sequel to that game. Like, I felt like I got my value out of it. I felt like the story was good. I, I didn't feel like I needed to go back to this universe for me anyway. I really enjoyed my time with it, but it was, it's, I was like, okay, that was good. It's a long story too. Like, are you going to play it now that it's uh, free and you can, I've been meaning to get to it. It definitely is in my backlog. I, yeah. I haven't touched it, but I do think it's a good PS five demo. It's uh, shockingly long. Like I, I was like, okay. Oh, okay. The world expanded. Okay. <laughs> this must be the end of the game. And then the world expanded again. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this must be the end of the game. And then the world expanded again. And I'm like, okay, what the hell? This needs to be finished. And then it expanded again. And I'm like, okay, I'm done with this already. Like you don't and need Thanos more. Thanos snapped his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I just okay. I like I. You, you took a little bit too many steps in the the world design, but um, that's my thing. Like I, I don't know about the the main character's story. I, I don't know if, if it needed to continue with him. But like I felt yeah. like that world like. It would have been really cool to see what they could have done with the PS5. If, oh, if yeah. we're like, if really they cool. got that game working fairly well on the PS4, I can only imagine like how bit much bigger those hordes could have gotten, mm -hmm. how much better it would have looked with like 4K HDR. Because um, that game already was a good showcase for HDR. Like when they show that one demo, I'm like, oh crap, I need a PS4 Pro. Right. Like now that I can see what HDR adds, like when he threw the fire at the horde, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Mm hmm. So well, I, I like possibly I a misstep, say. possibly a misstep from Sony. Um, it might not be Definitely, the end of it. it. Might not. It sounds like a misstep to me, just in the 
you know, I, I look at this in, in the light of like, okay, you rejected that, but then you're trying to force someone to do an Uncharted, like, and it's just like, but they clearly didn't want to do that. Uh, yeah, it's just, oh, I, you, I don't when know. When you start like, restricting and taking away the creativity of developers, it's like... Well, how many different ugh. developers got to be making Naughty Dog properties? Yeah. That's, I think, the other thing. I, I'm not, like, I like Naughty Dog. There's no doubt about it. I think Uncharted 2 was a fantastic game. It's my favorite Uncharted. I think The Last of Us 1 is one of the top games I've ever played. Uh, like you, I didn't like Last of Us 2. I, I don't ever see myself replaying it. I thought it fell short in a lot of ways that the first one succeeded gameplay were there improvements yes absolutely uh graphics were better but the story just the story is what sold the first one to me so much like you know spoiler the giraffe like there's just so many feels in the first one that just don't come out in the second one and some weird decisions made but whatever um and yeah like i just why does everyone have to be making a Naughty Dog game? I, I just think like they're they're fine and like they're great as they are, but like if everyone's making a Naughty Dog game, like what is 2023? Was it just going to be <laughs> every few, three months we're just going to get a, an Uncharted, a Last of Us, and then like whatever they're going to allow Naughty Dog to do after that point? Do not fall into the Halo Gears of War trend trap. Yeah, yeah, like don't just stick with your two two big sellers because. We could see what's happening with Xbox. Now they have no, I don't want to say no, but I'm going to say no, no standout games that uh, just appeal to me that much. So that's uh. a good point. I think that's the best way to put it is like, yeah, the way that Microsoft, Microsoft refuses to let uh, Gears and Halo not die is some of their biggest problems, in my opinion, as well. And yeah, you're right. It sounds like Sony is almost trying to do that here with like, uncharted and uh the last of us but at least halo <laughs> at least halo isn't already trying to remake the one they released last <laughs> you yeah. know like yeah and i'm not saying anything bad about halo or gears they are decent and fun games it's just i don't know fatigue i guess it's just fatigue of those universes and especially and like i'm a special case but especially me like I, I got fatigued off Uncharted pretty fast. I, I yeah. never played four. I never finished three. Um, I did, but it was just like, I don't know. You're just going, going through, through the, the motions. Yeah. yeah. And then like Last of Us, I played both. You know, at least that one only had one and two, right? Like Uncharted though, like if you include the, I think it was the Vita game, right? And then uh, like all the other iterations, it's just, there's way too much Uncharted. Um, yeah, there's like five that, or six. That needs to let lie for a bit like kind of like god of war come back when you have a way to like redesigning that yeah and reimagining um so anyway we're kind of getting into already but i say we just go to the next article which kind of touches on all this as a whole uh i this one doesn't really have a source it's just a conversation piece i call this six our beloved sony in jeopardy uh so basically i just want to discuss how we're feeling about sony this year you know honestly um talking about the last two articles and some of the i just feel like this year is the, there's been a lot of head shaking decisions sony's made and yes i do a playstation podcast yes i'm a diehard sony fanboy but i'm still somewhere that i'm able to take a step back and look at like the carnage that's going on around me and being like maybe this stuff doesn't need to be on fire and like what is sony doing about it 
And honestly, the decisions they made in this last year with, well, even last week, we can touch on like the closures of the stores and why, especially after, you know, resetting on my PS3, why I think that's a bad idea. And it's not a bad idea because you, you're not allowed to let a, a console die, but it's a bad idea when you just don't give them any other option. When, you, you're, when you're almost saying piracy is a better like idea. And I, I think the only that's idea. Bad. Yeah, and it's just like that's your workaround is like support piracy, <laughs> go to your local pirate <laughs> store. And it's just like, what are you talking about? And you know, and then we can touch on the the mumber. Uh yeah, when you talk about how he recruited 30 developers, and then right away Sony's like, actually, we're not gonna give you a budget, and then we're gonna move ownership to Naughty Dog, which then just really affected them internally. And it sounds like a lot of them left, like you know, Mumber left um his i think his uh director or creative director left with him uh then you know it goes on to say that he declined to comment even and uh yeah he just other people that even spoke up they they don't want to be like named obviously for whatever reason then you have what sony reorganizing studio japan uh that that's another big one where i think we're all kind of scratching head i think astrobot is neat i think it's interesting but I don't think it's worth killing off these amazing people that worked on Bloodborne, Gravity Rush, like, you know, things that pe like, I get they weren't selling 10 million units, but like, they're still special to somebody. And I think they were a great strength to Sony when you think of their catalog overall. Mm -hmm. um, then you can skip from that and deal with like, you know, what me and you just touched on, which is the Uncharted project where they're trying to force studio Ben into like, yeah, you got to make an uncharted thing. It's like, well, that's not really ours. That's not our passion. You know, let us try something else, which thankfully, hopefully it sounds like they will get a chance to try something else. Um, but yeah, there's just so much this year and I, you know, I'm probably even forgetting some stuff. I feel like there's even more things to discuss like, you know, the LM MLB thing um, just as a whole, I don't know what your thoughts are about Sony because typically you're a little more optimistic than me. I'm definitely the pessimistic one, but uh... yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's hard to articulate it. But you know, I yeah, I'm with you. I'm a Sony guy. That's why we do what we do. Um, I feel like there's decisions in the background that are happening that, from our perspective. We're shaking our heads going, WTF, what the hell is going on? Like, this doesn't make sense. And they've done it before in the past where they've done these decisions where they've gotten cocky and like, we, we won. We won the console war. Uh, we cannot fail. And then the PS3 came out and let's be honest, it, was, it wasn't a great success. Uh, not the start no not the beginning yeah it kind of stuck the landing eventually but it took a long time yeah they're killing it with the ps4 right now even the ps5 i think they're killing it pretty good i i, I don't know I, I i'm like you said i'm the optimistic person i know there's one more article that we're going to talk about that will hopefully i i predicted ahead of time i'm going to point that out uh what the article is but uh, I'm hoping that this uh, will be the savior of Sony because they, they, they need some sort of 
they need something to at least compete against Game Pass. And PlayStation Now is not at all in the ballpark <laughs> like no. of even competing with it. So I'm hoping that this rumor uh, is going to blow people away. Because right now, like we, we talked about PlayStation 1 games, PlayStation 2 games, you just can't get them on uh, your PlayStation 5 right now. There's just not, there's not no option for them. I went on there trying to find some and they're, they're not there. They're not there as an option. Even PlayStation 3 games. Uh, so I'm hoping that this service that is rumored is going to be amazing. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. I should say that like, I don't say any of this in the sense that like, I think they're doing such a bad job that no. the office is closed next week, right? Like that, that's not my point. Obviously, Sony is going to remain, you know, pretty powerful. And, you know, if I'm just saying what I think, I assume this generation, they're going to win still. Um, and and I don't know. I, I could be totally wrong. And maybe this is, you know, what happened with the Xbox 360, where it was seemingly was just miles ahead of the PlayStation. And then because of its first party power, you know, funny that we were talking about this, but thanks to Uncharted, thanks to The Last yeah. of Us they were able to pull out ahead and actually beat Xbox 360 in sales by the end. But it was an uphill struggle, like for sure. And I'm just looking at this and I'm agreeing with you, Chris. I look at all these decisions and I'm seeing the PS3 Sony that nobody liked, especially at the start there. Like uh, just the decisions are very cocky. They seem just like they're not part of the conversation. Like they don't, they're looking very like business oriented and your typical corporate guy. And he's got his like his suit on and he just not listening it's to all the about community. numbers. Yeah. It's numbers and facts. Well, guys, like I'm looking at these statistics and uncharted cells. I'm looking at these statistics and last of us cells. And it's just like, yes, that's great. But don't just keep relying on your same old properties. That was the best thing about PlayStation from three into four is you guys have created so many new franchises and that's like my greatest pitch of why if I was to explain to somebody why they need to come to the PlayStation ecosystem is because it's not just God of War forever. It's not Sly Cooper forever. It's these well-timed properties and they continue to grow, evolve. Sometimes they take a break. Sometimes they come back later, like Jack and Dexter, Rift Apart, like coming out in June. Um, and that's great and that's powerful, but like you got to keep, making new stuff too you know like uh when it comes down to the console wars too it's like we say we might say one year one one and the other one lost let's be honest they're both winning <laughs> like yes, they're both yeah. making money microsoft is probably going to blow sony away because hey they're uh cheating and buying all the companies that make games <laughs> yeah let's, that, but uh, sony's one. doing it too it's just other different avenues smaller scale though you yeah, know much they're smaller. not spending 7.5 <laughs> billion dollars so i mean they're all gonna make money they're all gonna do well um i think it's just more or less gonna be like who who knocks it out with the exclusives um and i'm not talking about exclusives that come out on pc five years later like obviously if it's sat on a console for five years it's an exclusive let's be honest so I'm. I, they're both going to do well. Um, Sony, I think. I, I feel like, it, looking back right now, it feels like they're making some weird decisions, and I think there's a reason for it. And I'm hoping that we'll hear something soon that will 
blow us away. I'm with you in the sense that like, I too hope the same thing. I just don't feel like it's going to happen. Unfortunately, until something forces them to course correct, like what happened with the PS3 Mm -hmm. and what brought us such a great PS4 generation. So anyway, enough said, you're right. There's more to talk about that later, but we're going to move on to number seven, a little small, possibly another disappointing thing that might be happening here. Number seven, Kojima might be in bed with Microsoft. This one comes from VGC and I will give it to Chris. Uh, That's according to VentureBeat, which claims Xbox hopes to help the second game for Death Stranding, Studio Kojima Productions, the focus of a plan to leverage Japanese talent. While the site's source was unable to confirm if Microsoft has yet to actually sign a deal for the new Kojima game, it claims a Kojima Productions figurine spotted on Xbox boss Phil Spencer's shelf during a presentation in February uh, was hinted at a potential partnership. Prior to the launch of Microsoft's latest console in November 2020, Spencer also hid a Xbox Series S in plain sight on his bookshelf during an interview. So, yeah, he could be trolling, <laughs> or there could be something in the works. I mean, it's I I don't think it's very speculative. It's yes, very rumory. Very rumor. I do see where people are making some connections. Right. There are reasons to make connections i don't think sony's gone and locked down kojima like you're working for us <laughs> no for one sure. else I, I don't think you can lock that guy down so uh i mean he will go wherever his creativity wants to bring him oh yeah Where, whoever says we're gonna let you do what you want to do we threw the cage out and uh even though there's no cage here's a key anyway have a good time <laughs> there's a and, key uh, <laughs> just just in case a cage shows up. Here's a key. But um, so I agree with you. Uh, and then another thing I, I kind of put on the bottom here. Yes. Of our uh, thing is earlier this week, a game that's an exclusive horror game for PS5 called Abandon. Uh, they had to come out and like tell people because right away people online are like, oh, this must be a secret Kojima project. And it's like, apparently they're claiming it's not. It's them. They're kind of lesser known, so yeah. a lot of people right away were like, oh, this would be a perfect way to secretly release a game, uh, which apparently he's known for. Uh, so yeah, d- double sad news. It's like, we thought we had a PS5 exclusive game coming from him. Okay, it's not him, though it still looks interesting. It I'm does not, look I'm interesting, not, yeah. I don't want to crap on anyone. It, it still could be great. Uh, but then, yeah, on top of that, we might be losing him to Microsoft. But even then, saying losing is like a rough term. Uh, you know, he's allowed to try out his passions wherever it takes him. And even though I'm a Sony fan and even though I'd be a little disappointed, I'm like, no, fine. Let him do whatever he wants to do. I just want him to be happy. He, it sounds like he dealt with a lot in his previous career, career with uh, Konami. And, uh, this man doesn't need any more crap. <laughs> just no. let him do whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> he is a beautiful man and you will respect him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's a small article. So we're going to move on to our last article. Will Sony have a response to Game Pass soon? Question mark. This one comes from GameSpot. In a YouTube video stream on April 8th, spotted by VGC, God of War, and Twisted Metal developer David Jaffe said staff at Sony had let him know about a counterpunch to Xbox Game Pass. He didn't know what form it would take, nor does it sound like he knows when it will be announced. Uh, Chris, I think this is what you were trying to talk to about before. Yes, I think this could be it. This could be the... Like they say, the counterpunch to the Game Pass. I don't think it's going to be amazing. Like, I don't 
think it's going to be one of those uh, services that like brand new games are going to come out on this thing. Uh, I don't think it's going to be like that level. I don't want to say level of good, but <laughs> but you know what I mean? I don't think it's going to be that level. What I think this could be, uh, and this is just me speculating, um, this could be a service that you'll probably pay X amount of money to use, $8.99 or whatever. And, or they might just include it in the PlayStation Plus membership, just increase the cost, whatever it comes to it. I think this could be how they bring back their um, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, possibly PlayStation 3 uh, game library back. I think this could be a service that gives you access to all those. Um, like I said, this is just me speculating, but I, I don't know. I'm trying to read the tea leaves here and the the whole thing about them patenting uh, emulation uh, that we just recently heard about a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was a month or two ago. I think it was a couple months, actually. It was a couple months. Everything's blurring together. This could be it. Just, I, I don't know. I, I, my, my thing is, is like, I, won't, I think we need this sooner than later. And I don't know how ready they are for something like this. If like, boom. It's out tomorrow and we have access to all these games. Just pay the membership. I don't know if they're that ready, especially if they just patented it. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is where my feels are coming from. I felt this actually before uh, this article came out. Like, yeah, they have to compete against Xbox Game Pass in some way. And PlayStation Now is not at all in competition for this. So I think this could be it. Giving access to all your PlayStation 1, 2, 3 titles... Uh, I think that would be pretty good. I think mo- a lot of people would be down for that. Uh, and then occasionally, I, I don't know, maybe they could slip in a PlayStation 4 game or something. Who knows? But I think even just giving access to those, I think that'll be good because everybody's always clamoring for backwards compatibility. And that would definitely, uh, I think that would be big. I don't know. What do you think? Okay, so uh, yeah, I'm going to start off pessimistic because it's what I do best. Uh, just talking what we were talking about two articles ago. I don't have faith in Sony right now. I personally think it's a numbers game right now. It's just stats and graphs and numbers and that's it. So talking about that kind of Sony, what do I think is going to happen? Sadly, I think they're going to, you know, corporate wise, they're going to be like, oh yeah, we got a counter punch. But what it's actually going to be is just PlayStation Plus meets uh, place PS Now. That that's sadly what I think this is going to be. If just it's merging anything the memberships, at all. yes, and that would be very unfortunate. But that's that's what I would predict. Like if you told me I had to put twenty dollars down on one of these outrageous things that we're claiming, that's the first one I'd throw my money at, just because I have zero faith with their planning right now. Could I be wrong? Absolutely. It's all speculative, like you said. Uh, what are my hopes? Oh my God, my hopes are that we get to E3 and before Xbox even has a chance to just like drop their meat on the table, PlayStation comes out ahead and says, actually, we made PlayStation Now have all these backwards compatible games. It's not going to cost you anything more than you were already paying and boom, it's out like today. Again, perfect world. Do I think that's what's going to happen? Sadly, no. I And like the other thing too is like, I just think like, again, they closed these stores down. The way they went about it caused such ill will in the community 
that I'm like, I don't think he would do that if you knew very soon that you were going to be dropping away for people to get these games anyway. Like, why would you piss off so many people just to like try to be like, oh, but we did this. I'm like, yeah, but then why did you, you know, pull the fire alarm just to like later be like, we're kidding. So that's why I just have very little faith here. I, mm. It's unfortunate. I, th- I honestly think when they say counterpunch, it's just corporate people being like, I think this is a really great thing and you should think it's a great thing too. But sadly, I just don't think it's going to be. Uh, mm-hmm. So anyway, we kind of finished everything here. Uh, all our news articles are done. So we're just going to move into homework real quick here. What is homework? Homework is when I give you the articles we didn't have time for because we love that timely fashion so much that we're used to. Uh, So we just basically give you some interesting news articles and where to find them. And you can go read and educate yourselves on them yourself. So number one on homework, Marvel's Avengers, Borderlands 3, and The Long Dark joined PlayStation Now this week. This one comes from IGN. This kind of touches on what I was saying about PlayStation just not really making the best decisions. I feel like this is their way of combating Game Pass this month, even though Game Pass is getting MLB for free. And you're also getting Outriders. Was it Outriders? Yeah. Yeah. And this is their like their response is like, hey, we'll give you the PS4 version of Avengers and the <laughs> PS4 version of Borderlands. Like nobody wanted Avengers, even if it was free. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't have to get into that further. Uh, number two, uh, new Resident Evil showcase is set for April 15th. Apparently, we're going to get more gameplay from Resident Evil Village. That, that one's from Polygon. Go read that up. Uh, Chris, you want to take the next two? Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, like we mentioned before, uh, some hot fixes have addressed some bugs blocking quest progression, uh, which I can confirm for the quest that I had. It was now be I could complete it. Uh, you can get more off VGC for that one. Uh, Crisis Remastered receives a PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S next gen upgrade. Will I ever get used to saying X and S? I don't know. Uh, no, that no. article can come, is from uh, Destructoid as well. And then the last one is Near Replicant, uh, the game I'm very excited to play this month. Went gold a while ago and will have free mystery DLC. This one comes from Destructoid. And oh boy, is that my game of this month. I cannot wait to get in there. Okay, so we finished homework. We finished our news articles. So that means we are done in that timely fashion I was talking about before. Uh, So until next week, thank you again for giving us your sweet time currency. We appreciate it very much. And we will see you. Bye-bye. Bye.